Welcome to the Event Room, where event professionals from different backgrounds talk about the latest, most controversial, and interesting topics dominating the minds of the industry right now. This is a candid conversation, the likes of which can only otherwise be found late at night in host hotel lobby bars during industry conferences. So relax and drop in on what event pros really say when no one else is around. This show is brought to you by Endless Events, the event AV company that tells you how it really is. Now, let's brew something up. Hey everyone, it's Will Kern from Endless Events. Welcome back to another edition of Event Brew. I'm joined today with only one other host. And the question is, can, before I say this, can you guess who is on the other line? All right, now now, now you've guessed. Who's who's joining me on the other side of the line today? I hope this isn't uh, disappointing, but it's Nick Borelli. Oh, I, I, I mean, I'd be really sad if someone's like, oh, dang, oh man, I mean, Nick. someone... Someone's probably thinking that. That's all right. I mean, I'm sure people have their favorites and, and they're different. I'm not. Uh, That's true. Just, just like we were saying, who's going to be like the whoopee of the event brew? Since we like equate ourselves with the the, the view. I like whoopee. I'm a, <laughs> so. I'm a, I'm a fan actually. Um, um, well, well, before we talk about the uh, the view, let's talk a little bit about what we're drinking today. Nick, Nick, what do you got? What do you got? Before going we on talk in your about cup? the the view, we're talking the about crazy our news. brew. Uh, yeah. So from view to brew, uh, man, I am going to disappoint and also, um, not surprise lots of people by my choice of monster energies, ultra sunrise, like a sunrise. It, uh, contains pantothenate and (laughs) asphulame. Hmm. Oh, and there's salt in it. That's not what plants crave. Like a Sunday Sunday morning, like is it just like tastes like orange juice or something? Like what oh, makes it? Oh boy, uh, uh, if, a funhouse mirror uh, at uh, at a insane carnival's uh, uh, orange juice. Yeah, no, it tastes like chemicals that are approximating things, but it gets the <laughs> well, job done. Well, I, I don't uh, like pretend to like any of this stuff. I just <laughs> drink it. <laughs> I, I thought you at least liked it, <laughs> at least if it's that bad for you. <laughs> I've got I've gotten used to it, um, uh, and I know that like it, you're drinking green juice and you're like, oh, like uh, I I just pretend to like it, you know, because it's it's good for you. It's like you have to yeah. at least like it if it's horrible. Yeah, for you. it's not good for me, and I don't particularly like it. It's it's uh, <laughs> it's a big question as to why. Um, that's I guess how much caffeine I need to operate. Um, you know, waking up at like five in the morning and the kids and still trying to uh, work being back and from watch being back from Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. We'll, oh my god. We'll talk about Watchmen. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, we haven't I'm, seen this episode. <gasps> oh, I know. Oh I know. Okay. It's crazy. We'll, we'll talk it's about crazy. this offline. See, this Who watches the Watchmen? You, when, Will and I when, watch the Watchmen. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. This is what happens when you don't put Tui and Dustin in here. Will and Nick of full nerd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's gonna be really difficult to have a segue that takes us from <laughs> Watchmen to this. But like, first, what what are you drinking? Hopefully, well, something that's well, not. Well, watch chemicals. out because I got a, a different drink today. Um, oh. I'm drinking down the street. This is my one of my favorite places in Phoenix called pop and tea oh pop cool. and tea and they don't they don't have pop they okay. don't have tea but it's like a boba place and oh yeah they're really really bomb tea like that's the first star it's good tea but then their boba is really good but i'm drinking what's called the sun devil sweet tea mm-hmm. and but this time i switched it up i did white tea instead of black tea so it's white tea 
peaches. Oh, there's a bunch of other things. Strawberry bits. And I think probably me like something else in it, but I get like not sweet because obviously I love tea so much. But it's super duper good, so that's what I'm drinking. That's too yeah, that, that's good. I had uh, I had iced tea uh, for lunch with a bunch of fruit in it. That was really good. And then I uh, did I take you to Papa Tea when you were in town? No, I I didn't. I went to um the when your old uh, place uh, that uh, coffee shop. Oh, the press coffee. Yeah, yeah press that coffee. place was yeah, great. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Well, transition into news. Sure. Um, so, so the reason we where there's only two of us on here and we jumped on uh, really quickly is that it has been um, almost an hour or not much more uh, since the announcement, at least in the time that we recorded this, um, that Connect uh, has announced that they have purchased BizBash, which is a pretty mm. big, loud deal considering the platforms that both of them have. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, like it's it's yeah. Like I was left field, didn't see this yeah, coming at coming. all. And you know, I actually thought when um so so shout outs to Alex Plaxen from the event icons team. He caught this first that it actually they posted it on their Facebook page at first, and he caught it. And then I was like, well, show me the press release. Where's the news? I'm like drew googling to try to find the information. Turns out it was accidentally posted a little too early. Um, so I I thought it was a prank at first. I thought it was um you know like. Not necessarily like that is bad or anything, but just like I thought it was, I was just like, whoa, I didn't see this coming at all. I mean, you know, yeah, I, I, I didn't. It wasn't, it wasn't written on the walls like some other acquisitions that I've seen where I'm like, this is inevitable. Um, especially in tech where I've seen some things where I'm like, this is just going to build a certain saturation user base. And then, you know, one of the two people are going to buy them. Um, that said, um, the more I like sit down with this, the more I, I realize, yeah, this is this is actually to me at least it's a pretty logical move. Um, I guess for a so couple wait, different real, reasons. Maybe if um, real quick for any of our viewers or that don't, well, yeah. obviously we know what's kind of those are too. Um, people might be familiar with BizBash, so maybe we start with that one, and then we explain what Connect is. So BizBash, if you had to sum up BizBash in one sentence, Nick, uh, what is BizBash? <sighs> That's a great. It's tougher in one sentence. Um, BizBash is a publishing and event company that covers really the wide gamut of live events in North America um, from everything that is kind of on the trendy side and upcoming uh, to, um, I guess, probably a little bit more of a focus on like what's next. Um and di- little disproportionately into the, the the sectors of kind of like the the awe and wow stuff, um, mm-hmm. if that makes sense, uh, like the non boring yeah, sure. parts events. Um, and I think they try to cover as much as possible too, like other events to show kind of like peek behind the curtain, so planners can see well, behind the scenes of like the Oscars and things like that. Yeah, I would say that there's probably. Uh, let me think about this before before I make a statement. I would say there's probably nobody in. North America that does that better, that that will send a journalist out covering an event from this uh, for the intended audience of event producers. Um, yeah, I think they own that space pretty well. Um, and and then, I kind of give people a background too, like if if you want to know more about like how this the, how the company got started and everything like that, um, we'll link down below to the event icons episode. I think it's like event icons, like episode six, like I'm one sure of the first early. ones where we interviewed uh, David Adler talking about the history of BizBash and everything like that. So we won't have to dive too deep into it. But you're right. I mean, definitely they're a powerhouse when it comes to publishing. That's why I think I was surprised. Is I almost thought it would have been like the other way around rather than oh no, know. not me. So. Okay. Uh, 
and here's why um connect is part of of uh, a portfolio that's the difference is like connect itself is is part of a a parent company uh of uh, tarsus uh which um you know like they have a pretty broad spectrum i mean as broad as i think bizbash can sometimes be for me because i'm a little bit more niche um like they'll cover things like wedding trends, uh, like where to me I'm like, okay, you you lost me there, but because uh, mm-hmm. I'm nicher than that, and but they have a little bit something for everybody, but but really there's areas that I think that that uh, connects parent company goes into that uh, Bizbash doesn't really as deep things like medical and faith and sports um, are live event centric, but they're not. Um, you know, I think most people think of. Um, for some reason, I guess just because they've been always separate, um, the idea of a like a Monday night football uh, as mm-hmm. not a live event, and it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so they they have broad, 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 and multinational. Um, so for me, I I think they're bigger just because they own a ton of shows uh, in North America and they own a ton of shows. Um, I th- I think a couple of shows in Europe as well, which is where they're based. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think that that's the pecking order. I also think that um, you can't talk about Bizbash for more than like a minute. I think we made it like a minute without saying David Adler. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yep. Totally. Bizbash isn't a one man show. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. But he he's he's definitely um, his his fingerprints on everything, um, mm-hmm. and he he's the visionary behind it. And also his background um, really edifies and guides um the entire piece which honestly reminds me a lot of of the most recent up until this uh, acquisition in the world of event industry publishing which is uh, event manager blog with julius like i i see mm-hmm. i see parallels here definitely definitely if you want to catch our, our reaction to that <laughs> event yeah. brew episode three human I, I, backlink I, I, yeah, exactly, exactly. You're so, so good with this stuff. <laughs> I just read both of those actually and watched that video again this week. Yeah, uh, yeah and in yeah. your emails you had that as uh that's actually really I mean honestly, maybe maybe that's why it's so top of mind. Um I you know, I reread that as far as what uh what Julius wanted from that uh mm-hmm. acquisition. Uh and you know, from his his uh standpoint of being acquired and being kind of a like he he's a louder person in in his smaller operation than the larger uh, operation had a an equivalent of him does that make sense Mm -hmm. totally totally i i yeah absolutely so i think that like at some point you kind of outgrow being um the i don't know the not just the visionary yeah the face yeah and you you need to be you know not only i mean look again i'm not saying biz bash is one person it's not but boy at least from a perception standpoint, from where I'm, you know, sitting and where I, people I know are like, they, it's very much a product of his mind. Um, so, um, yeah, I don't know. Well, uh, so, what's well, interesting is while you're, you're talking about David too, uh, maybe I'll sure. read a quote. Well, and then maybe we can talk to, a little bit about what's kind of going to happen now with BizBash for all the fans out there who are like, "Oh my god, I love BizBash events." What's going to happen? But quote from David Adler on the press release. 
um, says that after nearly 20 years of building the BizBash brand, we're thrilled to be joining forces with Connect to create a next generation event and media company to serve organizers and marketers of all type. Um, very interesting, that like last little bit of it. He says, it is a marriage that will inspire collaboration not only in the meetings and events and event marketing spaces, but will have an impact on the 60 million people who attend the events, conferences, festivals, meetings, and gatherings planned by our diverse organizers. So I think it's funny people who read. Yeah, I mean, you could... You could go, uh, it's like, what's the biggest number that we can associate in anything that we do? It's, I guess you could like list how many attendees attend the, the shows the produced by events. the people yeah. who read their magazines, right? But yeah, I mean, totally whatever. Totally. It's, uh, that's, I mean, they pretty much cover everything. <laughs> that's how you so every, like, no, the, the whole population of Everyone. the world, basically, at that point. Yeah, You've, you've yeah. gone, uh, yeah. It doesn't matter who you are. You've been to an event that someone's planned, that someone's read these pieces. Um, so, yeah, so what do you think, think from that? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I think it's really, really interesting. Obviously, like, I think that, obviously, really, like, David's gonna. It says on here on that press release that he's gonna remain as, uh, you know, within the business and continue as the capacity of chairman. Um, not to like dig at another acquisition that happened. I mean, we'll see C-Vent. how long that that all happens. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. How, I mean, like, I think it's one of those things where, like, you. It's natural. I mean, we, maybe we end up talking about this separately, but like. Uh, you know, being someone who has gone through processes of acquisitions before, I like have. you put you put in there, like, oh hey, yeah, you have to stick around for three or four years. They always someone ends up breaking. And it's like, nope, I'm yeah. out. Like, I I'm done with this now. Like, I'm no longer an entrepreneur inside of it. But um, I I don't know. We'll Did see. you I read mean, like, the the kind of like exity uh, thing in Event Manager blog uh, that? Uh, so there was an an interview that came out this week um, with yeah, Julius. Right. Yeah. And, uh, Don. and Don, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he talked about yeah, we'll like probably, we'll probably have to do a reaction to that one too. It's um, interesting. I, to read it I mean, I, there's parallels here. Obviously, uh, he he yeah, got into this really interesting definition, which I would love to definitely put out to everybody else. Is he defines like entrepreneur very specifically that he considers himself not an entrepreneur technically until he sold the business, uh, and then he believes that oh, most wow. people in the events industry are entrepreneurs, like wannabe entrepreneurs. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, and he has a very narrow definition of his own, uh, you know, for that, um, which is fine, I guess. Uh, <laughs> he's very much an ideologue, so like, uh, you know, I get it. Uh, it, it. It's always interesting, and he definitely he definitely doesn't say things half cocked. Uh, but uh, <laughs> there is something. There is a parallel between a Julius a Don Berger and a David Adler. Um, you know, three people I've probably seen at the same Powerhouse, show a like million personalities times. in the events industry. Yeah, right. For sure. Like they're not just I mean, not to say just they're not just, you know, uh, captains of their ships or uh, visionaries or, you know, creators, all that kind of stuff. Uh, In addition to that, they happen to be people who are probably at the tippy top of, you know, I know there's a million lists of these things, as we've talked about. uh, But in the influential world, uh, outside of what they created, the words that they say inspire lots of people. So. Um, definitely and speak yeah. so speaking of uh, inspiration for anyone who hasn't quite read the press release i mean literally this press release is the only thing out yet there's no other coverage at all on this so um i have no idea if there's going to be any more articles or more light that gets shed on this in the next you know 24 to 48 hours before we release this um but what's interesting and we are live streaming the recording of this so some people are catching this news as it's happening but um for those who want to know kind of what's going to happen essentially uh connect basically has a ton of events if you've never been to a connect event they're fantastic go check them out i hear they have great speakers you know will curran 
the Nick Borellis of the world. Nope. You know, no, never at a connect event. I'm the same. Uh, I'm the same as a lot of associations. People assume I'm a member of it just because uh, I'm just. I say my name a lot. Uh, no, <laughs> I would. <laughs> I'd be happy to speak there. Honestly, I have been uh, in a position where I haven't. And this is my fault. I haven't been going out really. I've been taking the requests that come in. Uh, I should probably do some outbound. Uh, but uh, well, we're, I'm gonna bring you as you can be my like personal assistant for <laughs> one of these shows. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but, I have but the, 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 pure humility. Great, <laughs> I hear. I mean, I look. I hear great things. I, yeah, I truly. Great, would, great, yeah, great events. Over 30 of them, um, regionally and also one big national show. Probably more than that. Um, and so basically, BizBash's events are now gonna fall under there. Who knows if they will still? I'm guessing they're gonna keep the brands completely separate. Um, I don't think it says that anywhere on the press release quite yet, but um, I can foresee it that BizBash will be focused maybe more on social and that maybe, is you know. My, is my vision of it with, again, being on the outside looking in. I have, like, again, I'm not even, you know, affiliated with either group as far as uh, even at any level um, other than just being a person who is aware. Um, my, my guess is if you look at the portfolio of Connect, um, so – I was looking at it today even, and it's got uh, Connect Associations, Corporate, Faith, Sports, Medical, Tech, and the Midwest, which, <laughs> I mean, that's where I live. Uh, uh, the Midwest show was in uh, Grand Rapids this year. It was actually pretty fantastic. The first time in Grand Rapids. It was pretty nice. I, I would argue that <laughs> it, it is interesting. So I've, I've written for like Midwest Meetings Magazine, and, and, a, and I'm in the Midwest, and, and you know I, I attend a lot of conferences in the Midwest. Do you think uh, it's just because of Chicago? Like Chicago is like <laughs> yes, uh, it's disproportionately Chicago. The other reason is is that um, what works there, there's a, a little bit of what works on either coast. Uh, it works for either coast, but there's eccentricities to the Midwest based on budget, based on a lot of other things. I mean, certainly menu size. I don't know uh, things that work in the Midwest that only work in the Midwest. Uh, maybe right. So. Um, uh, yeah, I think honestly, it's probably just likely that there is a competitor that has a, a Midwest representation that they're probably just, mm. you know, jockeying for market share. Um, but, uh, but anyway, so I look at all this and I'm like, okay, so where does BizBash fit? You know, like, mm-hmm. or does BizBash really appeal to associations? Now that, that's something I can speak to very easily. No. Oh, I mean, you think so? I, I, I yes, associate clients who like, are like, oh, I saw this oh, on BizBash. I shouldn't like, say I'm... that. Yes, uh, the cool stuff, right? Like the ones yeah. that like like the cool things or whatever. But like yeah, the, looking for the bleeding edge. Right. But that's – I'm going to tell you this few and far between on the percentage. I think you, oh, you for meet sure. the cooler ones. There's more like turn, the turnkey people who are just like, I need my meeting. I need to be on budget. Yep. It has to happen perfectly. And yep. I got to do 30 of these a year. Yep. Like, <laughs> the, yeah. BizBash is not for them, right? They're like, <laughs> they're like I don't care about the dude who's fireworks. Like, Tell me more. Hands. Yeah, wait, the, the yeah. donut company can, you know, uses a flamethrower to make the donuts. Uh, <laughs> you know, and none of that stuff resonates. So, like, in the classic sense of, like, you know, uh, of ASAE and, and to some extent uh, PCMA and other groups that I, I often deal with, um, not as much, right? Uh, corporate, it's so broad. Uh, yes, sure. There's, there's enough corporate that, that would be interested in BizBash for sure. Uh, faith, probably not. Sports, probably not. Medical, probably not. Tech, yes, but less on event tech. I think that their, their tech focus is more on the tech industry's events. Of which, yeah, yeah, because it's all like, yeah, it's like Google's and yeah. you know GameStop and yeah. all these like more techie companies. And I work for tech companies that that uh, event tech companies that 
main client bases tech uh, as an industry. And I can tell you that like their their focus is less so on the the razzle dazzle, surprise and delight, more so on things like data capture and security. Mm-hmm. So again, I think that from a publishing standpoint and from a content standpoint, probably not Midwest. Uh, uh, no, <laughs> actually, uh, I mean, just if I'm putting everybody in a stereotype, social, like you said, yeah, I think so. Uh, not, I'm not not to well, say it would just just be social, but like, I think of it as probably a competitor to like a TSE. Is that fair? Well, well, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think for uh, a TSE for sure. I think interestingly enough, though, Midwest will be good for both of them because though, because like if you've been watching kind of like the moves that BizBash has been doing these last, you know, year or so, they pushed really hard into Canada and now they're covering a lot of Canadian events in Vancouver and Toronto Smart. Um, and things like that. They and they cover a lot of stuff in New York naturally because that's where, you know, David is and that's where a lot of the biggest events are, right? LA, because that's again, where all the biggest events are. They have a reporter out there, but you know, like covering Chicago's events, I don't think they really have any, but I, I think I, if I remember right, one of their people used to be in Chicago and then moved up to Canada, if I remember correctly. Vincent? Um, yeah, I think Vince was in Chicago originally. Um, but we have a couple of people who are uh, who are, uh, are listening from BizBash who are in the comments of the live stream. Uh, so uh, I do want to give some shouts so they can correct us in the comments. Yeah, below, we're just uh, two below, guys. But, but John Diamo, uh, who actually works for BizBash, said also, we're so pumped that we're talking about this, and they're all very, very excited for the news. Um, so I think uh, generally it's, everybody's really, really stoked for it. Yeah, um, I would yeah, say the, the yeah. biggest thing for me is, is, again, as an outsider consumer, just an event industry person who, uh, you know, consumes their, their content um, and has met and talked to a number of times, uh, David Adler, David has more ideas than he has any idea what to do with. Um Having an organization with more like octopus like arms where he can feed groups or impact more uh, events and impact more publishing initiatives like that's going to be exciting for the events industry because the guy can really two things. One, he can really tell if an idea is a good idea or not very easily, very quickly. Um, which takes a lot of experience. And he had this whole methodology about that that he explained to us once in Calgary. Um, And he also comes up with just tons of ideas. And there's nothing that is more frustrating than than, uh, that quality um, when you don't have unlimited means. And again, no one has unlimited means, but he has exponentially more now than he did before as far as people under him who you know, would benefit from his vision and guidance. And again, he's just one person. He's not the whole organization. But um, for me, that's exciting to see, oh, maybe more of the ideas that he's had in a parking lot for a long time actually get to, you know, see the light of day. Yeah, I think I think definitely. And I I think that constantly um, one interesting thing I think about uh, BizBash's events is they do because they have this captive audience of people trying to show off the freshest, newest stuff. They, their events actually have a lot of new, fresh things in it. Yeah. And I know that Connect is also always trying to stay relevant to the corporate association market and keep it fresh. I mean, this year they revamped their entire setup of their event from, you know, typical GS room, breakout rooms, uh, uh, you know, expo floor, and then the meeting or the like the speed session, speed dating sessions. Now it's one big gigantic floor, and you know I know that definitely I think a lot of really cool crazy ideas will come from the BizBash team to keep those events really really fresh. I think there's definitely some really really good synergies when it comes to this. Um, yeah, there's sure. a lot of groups that have great 
content uh, and design around content. And there's also a fair amount of organizations on the event producing side that I've seen that are really good at the surprise and delight and and the designed moments and uh, and kind of like ahas and wows and, and emotional you know beats. Um, my my gut feeling is is that they're there while i don't think either one of them was necessarily super weak in either side of these things i think one was stronger in one and one was stronger in the other and i think the marriage of the two might breed some you know more even and um you know some bigger results because uh when they work in concert like those are two pretty powerful uh, ideas i'm wondering if i mean this is me totally speculating and throwing out crazy ideas but i'm wondering if like connect will keep the brand i mean like it makes sense i think for them to they they obviously put connect in front of everything so the brand is really important to them i'm wondering if how long i mean let's be honest i think how long biz bash as a brand will st- still exist i can see I maybe mean, this is just a crazy prediction that in in you know maybe three four years we'll have connect social and it will basically be biz bash then at that point it's possible i i think that their faith uh, magazine was a different name at one point as well. I don't know if that was an acquisition or Rejuvenate, not. Yeah. Rejuvenate, yeah. yeah. It was, I don't yeah, know if yeah. that was an acquisition or if that was a branding difference in order to appeal to that demographic. Not sure. Uh, again, not in the inside. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a streamlining that happened there. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure there's there's lots and lots of ways to, and I've worked with organizations that have done this before many times, uh, to uh you know, poll and and have a good thumb on the pulse of what is in the strategic advantage. I'm going through one of those now with a pretty large company um, that is uh, going to be sunsetting their brand name uh, and adopting their their parents' uh, name. And uh, we're just working through all the storytelling in order to um, you know communicate the value to the brand and and put away uh, myths and and debunk things before that's happening. So it's a uh, it's a process. Usually it's like test the waters, do something like this. Everything's going to stay the same. Everyone's going to stay on. I'm not saying I'm, you know, jaded and cynical and whatever. And, you know, if for all I know, everything. Oh, I'll be jaded and cynical for you. <laughs> I mean, I've never experienced those things happening, um, not to be, you know, uh, negative. Uh, just like that, uh, things, you know, things evolve and change either way. Um, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, we'll see, I suppose. Yeah, totally. By the way, I looked it up to try to see if I can find out what how they if rejuvenate was an acquisition and then obviously rebranded to Connect Faith, but I couldn't find any info. But I'm sure we will uh, be able to track it down while we're writing this article and update it. And as news comes out, we'll find out a lot more as yeah. well. I remember um, um, when like uh, so I started speaking. I think 2005 at uh, 2005 or 2006. I'm not really sure which one. A cater source. Which was the idea of Michael Roman, a, a one person, a visionary person. He spoke at it. He drove the magazine. He drove a lot of it. Um, got to a certain size. Got purchased uh, by UBM, and uh, there was a competing show that was uh, not catering specific, but kind of uh, in the in the social, a little bit tilted, but just generally events called Event Solutions. I used to go to that show as well. Uh, and then eventually uh, they became, they co-located uh, and then they kind of uh, sunset the magazine for event solutions. And it was just one magazine for Cater Source. And then it became um, just uh, 
cater source, a little bit of event stuff sprinkled into it. And then eventually they kind of got rid of the event track completely and doubled down on culinary. And then they got purchased themselves. Uh, and then uh, TSC was uh, owned by the organization Penton that was purchased. Uh, so they were all under one umbrella. And this year, in, uh, for the first time, TSC is co-locating similar to how event solutions used to be co-located with cater source. Will they become one show? Mm. Will they, you know, continue co-locating? I don't know. You know, I mean, obviously there's not a ton of these things in the events industry to, to look at, but um, you know, this stuff happens. Uh, publishing ends up, you know, uh, existing for a little bit and then maybe it's digital only. And then uh, it's just different markets and different, uh, you know, abilities. I think there's a lot less opportunities to thrive as a print publication these days without um, other uh, avenues of revenue. Um, it seems like this is mostly focused on the the event side of it more so than the publishing side or the print publishing side. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that just has a little bit longer of a, of a lifespan potentially. But uh, these things happen, and uh, I think they're happening more for a reason of uh, a benchmark of maturity of our industry. I think we're finally we're finally reaching some of those uh, marks where you know years uh, from now we'll look back and say, "Yep, yep, see, like these were the points where um, zero barrier to entry, you know, uh, sort of gave way, and it didn't make as much sense for smaller organizations to uh, you know do what they were doing because they either sold or they got destroyed." Because uh, the large organizations were just too powerful and the smart ones merged and got bought and then the other ones went away. Um, I think this is just uh, one of those lines uh, that we'll look at in this age of acquisition. Yeah, Um, I think that I'm really excited too for the future of where this is all going with the acquisition of media companies specifically too. Because it means that media companies are going to gain more and more serious about how they do things. And it's no longer going to be just... Oh, hey, we're going to publish an article. You know, it's going to be more journalistic integrity, all those things like that, right? Like, we're going to have these CNNs and MSNBCs and, you know, sure, even Fox News is of the world. Like, in the events industry, we're going to have big players who are all covering major stories of what's going on. They, um, they, and so people will have one source to go to. Yeah. I mean, validity is going to be the only thing that they really have as, as a uh, unique selling proposition. I, I, I'm guessing that you personally your 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 brand your audiovisual company outclips volume wise content a lot than uh, more so than a lot of industry content producers that's my guess you you you're close mm. Uh, so, um, you know, the threats are everywhere, you know, like you're a quote unquote threat for attention. Right. Um, of course. Yeah. So like in that, to me, that's exciting because the rising tide raises all ships. Like if everyone is trying harder, like if you are pushing the media companies to, you know, uh, do more in depth and things that you don't have a hundred percent focus to do, uh, because you have a business to run, you know, like, great. You know, if you, if you are a catalyst to push them in that direction, and if these smaller uh, media companies are getting bought to, because they're pushing the larger one, I mean, it's all good as long as we're going in less of a direction of homogeny and more in a direction of raising the bar, because you can mm-hmm. see that the, the threat on the other side is less independent voices, um, mm-hmm. You know, like was was a lot of the success of like let's say Julius for the last ten years based on his independence, um, possibly. You know, like he's less quote unquote independent now, as an example under Skift. 
but he has more tools and he has more ability mm-hmm. to, you know, reach, you know, a larger audience uh, and maybe maybe be more thoughtful or have more access to things where he's been going in the direction of more data oriented and more polling. So, you know, it, it there's there's pluses and minuses on both sides our side. Obviously, I just think that um, as long as we're getting more quality out of it, like as long as the marketplace is uh, pushing organizations to um, do what's best for the industry, then I'm all for it, regardless of how it looks. Yeah, for sure. I definitely I mean, as long as it makes the industry better, I think I'm, I'm all for anything that happens. I think everyone knows some of my opinions on certain mergers that are happening on the AV side of things that are not making the industry better. Sure. But well, we've, we've obviously talked about that. Uh, tech, at, too. You know, I mean, so there's – the yeah. tech people I know are pretty passionate about their their negative criticisms of the idea of acquisitions um, just because, like, they believe that uh, there's, uh, you know – there's lack of focus that's happening with mergers, right? So if you become under an umbrella of an organization and you're just one spoke in a wheel, then, you know, you're not really, uh, you know, you're not the whole focus. And therefore you, you find yourself one day the dog and the next day you're the, the wagging tail and you're not as important. Um, mm. I hope that analogy tracked. I'm not sure. But then <laughs> uh, the... Um, yeah, so I think that like there, that's a fear that that's real. Like you know, uh, staying in your lane and having a real focus. But the thing is, is like Bizbatch, in my opinion, was never really a niche media anyway. You know, like they mm-hmm. they had broad appeal as far as I mean, it's niche in the publishing spectrum. Obviously, it's a, it's event industry, you know, producers primarily that are going to want to consume their content. Uh, but you know, it wasn't like hyper hyper. Like like I always think of like FICP like. Okay, this is conference producers, but only in the financial and insurance sector, you know, or the pharma mm-hmm. ones. Um, those are super hyper niche, and that's fine, right? But um, BizBash has never been that. I think there's been a little bit something for everybody. I think a little bit more for certain groups than other groups. Um, but, you know, I, I will be curious to see where they find their place uh, with as, as broad a portfolio as Connect already has. Absolutely. Well, I, I was curious to know, maybe we can uh, end uh, this episode, unless there's anything else you, on the news specifically, I was going to say, if we want to speculate on the future, and I figure this is, we are a controversial podcast, so why, let's throw some uh, let's throw some knives on the walls and Jeez. see where it, or see what sticks. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when it comes to media specifically, because obviously we could talk about acquisitions all day. Media is tough. Is, is there any, like, I mean, basically now at this point, so, so who do we have left of major players so like immediately comes to mind like smart meetings meetings net on the meeting side of things yeah um you know like is it one of those things where skiff's gonna pick up meetings net and smart meetings and then boom look at this like they have that end is skiff gonna buy connect like what could happen now i don't think they're big point? enough to that'd be that. crazy yeah i, I don't so. i don't really have my thumb on the pulse of of everyone's uh of size of organizations as far as like speculation of you know who's bigger that who would buy whom um my gut says that, um, yeah, that there's no world where Skift has enough liquidity to buy. I mean, it would depend. It would like their parent would have to shed it. Maybe connect by Skift or something. That's more likely to me. But um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Again, I, I doesn't seem like a play they would do because they're seemingly like they're buying for um, industry uh, having a broad um, industry specific or like a corner of the industry specific publications and shows. So I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think they would build another brand um, before they would buy one of the other ones because they're, they're they're starting to get like I don't know. 
geez, uh, corporate associations, faith sports, medical tech, Midwest. I mean, they could buy a wedding magazine. Yeah, um, a, tra- a travel magazine, maybe. Yeah, travel, sure. I could see that. Uh, or incentives. Um, you know, like, mm-hmm. I mean, incentives is kind of like Connect does pretty well at that crowd, uh, yeah. too. Um, and, and as much as the incentive events, uh, not so much the broader incentives industry. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, publishing side, it's tough. I mean, it's really, it's shrunk quite a bit recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't seen a, scrappy uh publisher that's like smaller outside of adam and uh event industry news um in a while i mean that he's been around for a decade plus right um yeah good point that in a while like i would see somebody by him you know and like adam, he's they're, in com- they're coming for you it's gonna be connect yeah. uk yeah yeah <laughs> he's in london too right just you know you can make that decision and look they have a night have a great event with event tech live i mean that's that gets international um it gets international resonance for sure. I mean, like I, I, I would be interested in having those conversations if I was a larger media company, just because to be owned. I mean, look, Event Tech News is pretty great name, right? <laughs> I mean, so on yeah. top of all that, uh, and they have they have pretty reliable uh, sponsors as far as like I can close my eyes and think of like the brands that work with them, uh, and that Event Tech Live is is it's one of the premier events, honestly. Like it, it to mm-hmm. me, it is like it's not like the hugest event, but like quality of content and and like specificness and also um, impact, you know, like people talk about that event for a year, even over here in the States. Uh, so, I mean, he could do one of those over here and crush it in my opinion. Like, I mean, you should, you should do you that. Hear, you hear that, Adam? You should do one in the United States. Oh, I think I've, Adam said and I that talk, to him. I've talked about this. Before. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. He, he would crush it here. I mean, there, it's so much, I mean, like he's got an Island and he's doing that. Like we've got, we got tracks of land. <laughs> Uh, you do a Midwest one for all. I mean, seemingly. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, Ventech Midwest. It's its, <laughs> it's, it's, it's own market, I guess. <laughs> um, uh, any other like speculations on a uh, media company purchases? I don't know about media. Like tech, I could think of a lot of purchases. Yeah, we'll go to that one. And then when that when, we, when another company gets acquired, another company will speculate on sure, that one. So, sure. so should we should we wrap this one up? I feel like we might be dead. Yeah, yeah, dead for horse. sure. It, yeah, <laughs> all in all. Um, you know, and a left field Monday after a holiday announcement that uh, the more it sits with me, the more it makes a lot of logical sense. Um, and the more I'm frankly excited about it. I mean, I don't know about you, man, do I attend a lot of event industry events and I, and I cut them out right lately because there's too many. There's good mm-hmm. regional ones where there used to not be good regional ones. There was, there was some good international and national ones, but not so many great regional ones. And there's, there's some even association chapters that band together with other chapters, uh, produce some great events. I mean, the, the, the volume of quality events in Canada right now is really, really high in my opinion. Uh, and not that, uh, mm-hmm. not that I'm like surprised by that, but I'm just seems like they've been moving like f- fast at producing like solid events we'll have to get our token canadians uh, take on that one when he gets back yeah i'm sure he has one uh but uh yeah uh, i think i'm for consolidation and less uh event industry events um that are higher quality as opposed to cash grab ish kind of like let's saturate the market you know to play a market share game um, mm-hmm. I, I'm excited by the opportunity of, of having a, of a lot of really great minds in one room, uh, focused on one event versus splitting them up and having them in two. 
Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I I will tell everyone that uh, we're working on getting an interview with uh, all the peeps between BizBash Connect and everybody. Um, I'm hoping that we can pull it off on Event Icon, so stay tuned uh, for that one to happen. Obviously, Event Icon takes a little bit longer to plan than Event Brew, which we're just the reactionary leg knee-jerk of uh, of the events industry news. But um, we do want to give a huge congratulations to Chris, Doug, and David for um, you know an awesome awesome news to come into on a, on a Monday afternoon for sure. So congratulations guys. And we look forward to seeing what the future looks like. Uh, Nick, any other sound, sound off uh, thoughts at all? Uh, no, I mean, uh, congratulations for sure. I mean, these are, these are big deals that take a long time to make. Obviously I think there's a period I've, I've been in it with a bunch of different companies of fear. Sometimes I, I think honestly, you know, don't think about that. This is an opportunity to lead. If, if you're in one of these businesses that is being acquired and, and you feel not, I don't have no inside information, but if you feel like you don't know what's going to happen, this is my positive spin on this that I just shared with another group recently. Take this opportunity to lead, push your ideas out, get excited. This is the peak of excitement and, uh, and, you know, get in front of it because the people with the best ideas and, uh, now's the time where people are making or are breaking things to change it for the better. So, uh, take advantage of it. And like, uh, again, I I'm saying that selfishly cause I want to see what you do. I love it. I love it. Well, Nick, thanks so much for, uh, for joining me literally like on a moment's notice, this news literally broke like an hour ago for making this happen. We're sad that Tui and Dustin couldn't be here, but, um, maybe uh, everyone can poke fun at them on social media for, for not joining today. Tag them, let them know we missed. You have to see what Dustin's holiday parties look like that he does for his clients. They're insane. This is yeah, so that's, crazy. That's why he's, <laughs> you're right. he's like, I'm not yeah, sure. Totally I'm not busy. sure if they have the holidays in Los Angeles, but in Calgary, boy, they, they do. <laughs> I uh, you know definitely uh, definitely the holidays be happening. Well, Nick, thanks so much for for making it here and being on. Yeah, on thanks the show for being today. here too. Um, well, for everyone who's uh, tuned in, thank you so much for listening to Event Brew. All our people who joined us live for this one, we're broadcasting it live because we thought this was such breaking news. We want to share it with everybody. But if you catch in the tail end of this, or maybe you're listening to this podcast on a friend's ride up from uh, you know to work or something like that. Always go to eventbrew.com. That's where you're going to get the show notes. We have the links to the press release, all the all the past episodes of Event Icons. We interviewed all the different people part of this. Oh, my gosh, so much good stuff. And if you're watching this on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, and you want to listen to it on iTunes. Well, it's not iTunes anymore. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever your platform of choice is, we have all those links. Just go to eventbrew.com. And if you enjoyed this Give us a review. Let us know that you like it. That really helps us and people being able to discover us. So just give us a little thumbs up, some five stars on Apple Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Google Play, Spotify, all those things. And as always, I think we did a little call to action last week for the uh, uh, Thanksgiving uh, little mini break episode. But feel free to email us. We want to hear from you. What do you want us to cover? Let us know what sort of topics are burning your ears in the events industry. Dare us. And let us know. Dare us to do it. We will get crazy. We'll do anything. Like... Yeah, we'll do anything pretty much. I mean, we, we I have very we, little to lose. I'm a one man operation. I'll I'll <laughs> say whatever I think. So hit us up, eventbrew at helloendless.com. Hashtag eventbrew. Let us know what you think. Let us know what episodes to do. We want to see you there. But hopefully, you guys enjoyed this breaking news. Thanks for listening, Nick. Thanks for joining me again, and we'll see you guys next time on Event Brew. Bye. Thanks again for listening to Event Brew. Be sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcasting app. Also, be sure to head to eventbrew.com and leave us a comment about this week's episode. See you next time on Event Brew.